This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week are Sam Claiborne. Hey, hey. Justin Davis. Scoop. And he who bags milk, CJ Gibson. <laughs> in, a, in a special, in a special Nintendo uh, carrier today. It's, it's, it's milk for sure. Yeah. yeah. Just You just drink, <laughs> you just bring a little uh, canister of milk around with you. <sighs> Damon surprises go. us with these guests, I just want to point out. It's like his favorite little <laughs> trick. Uh, it's great. Well, it's good to you see you guys. Know. Yeah, it's good it's to good have you, guys. CJ. It's awesome to have you yeah. back. Always yeah, a pleasure. I mean, and, and obviously, I, I, I tuned in last week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we said goodbye to E3. I appreciate you guys did that. And can I hijack the uh, the space here just for about 60 seconds? Please, please. I, I mean, I think this is something that, as a, as a visual guy, I need mm-hmm. to come in. And so you got to watch the video episode. Damon usually prefaces that. <laughs> yeah. A couple little E3 uh, memorabilia here. Oh, right? my gosh. Oh, yeah. Old IGN E3 mm-hmm. shirts. He's got that editorial one. What you're I'm saying. not yep. sure, so it doesn't always say, but I think this was like 16 or 17. Okay. I still have that shirt. It's yeah, so soft. Others. It is soft. Oh, that yeah. was the I've best. got that one. I've got, I wear that, that was, still. It's a crew. This one's solid. Uh, there's this one here. This was another IGN one. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like I that, one. that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a cool crew. One. I don't and then I think, one. Damon, you might remember this one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 We that's had a couple of retro game ones. That's like 2011. It's a way. This one actually was branded with the year, so I appreciate this. This one was a uh, 2019. Well, that's the last one. <laughs> that's the front this of it. This was the last that's one. The last yeah. one. Yeah. This is the front of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then last couple here. I won't, uh, won't. Won't go very long. This is the Los Angeles one. So I always bought a shirt every Whoa. E3 wow. for, uh, for that represented cool. the year. I don't know yeah. what one this one was, but that, that looks like 2000s. I know it, it looks so yeah. retro yeah. now. Absolutely. Here's another red Man, one. That one's great. Man, the E3 logo. logo is a piece of work. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, last couple, and then uh, we'll be done here. This one was another one I thought was pretty good. I can't remember which Whoa. one. What is that? <laughs> oh, you okay. Ah. Ah. So futuristic. I mean, yeah, and I mean, I attended, I think, almost 11 or 12 E3s. This would have been my 12th or 13th. Yeah, so you showed a one. picture of, like, I, that That was so that, weird. Yeah. That just looks like, like this old viewers logo was that yeah. a long time ago. Arcade it's just cabinet. like a, a rough outline of a arcade cabinet, which doesn't have yeah. anything to do with E3. <laughs> He's like, okay, so last, CJ, last you did game. some like freelancer contractor work at E3s with IGN way back, right? I did. Yeah. I'll tell you a quick story in a second. This is 2016 wow. E3. And then the last one, you can get the reaction of everybody around. This, this one specifically for Damon, because my first E3 was also... Two thousand six. There you go. <laughs> so this is the two thousand six uh, OG IGN shirt. Wow, I also like the awesome. f- the flex that you can still just wear that shirt because <laughs> I could not. Listen, I, think, I have I a sweater on. <laughs> I have a sweater on for a reason, Justin. I I like I like was like oh dude, how am I gonna do this? Uh, but yeah, Sam, as you mentioned it. Yeah, for Fran, actually, um, mm-hmm. there was a, a conversation like, hey, come help out with the video team if you think you got what it takes. And I did a video joke, and like, I'd never show anybody now, but it's like, oh, you guys got nothing if you don't have me, the video guy, helping you out. Uh, so, yeah, he basically gave me a show. I booked a plane ticket about 48 hours before E3, flew down, paid my own way, paid my flight, paid my own hotel, cool. and basically, yeah, caught E3 2006 uh, for my first time. That's wow. awesome. 2006, that's great. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Cool. Forever well, we ago. We've got a great show for you this week. Uh, we're going to talk about some big games coming out this month in April. I have selected seven very cool looking games that I look forward to checking out this month. And we will flip through a 1994 issue of Game Players Magazine, which is a very <laughs> interesting time in video game history when fighting games were all the rage and yes. uh, video game ratings were all the rage. And uh, the hearings were happening before Congress and everyone was up in arms about Mortal Kombat and Night Trap. Mm. Cool. But first, CJ, what the hell have you been up to? Last week we were um, we were observing Game of the Year watch. Yes. You played anything this year you think is uh, in the running for Game of the Year? I mean, so it's weird to listen to you guys uh, describe what contends as Game of the Year, and so probably not because it's all been a lot of remakes, and so I've been playing a little bit of um, Metroid Prime, obviously, and so that's what I'm going through right now. And I miss most of the GameCube generation. So every time that you know, Sam is uh, on 20 questions. I really appreciate that era. Mm-hmm. So it's just not like that in the early PlayStation 1 or, or just not in my wheelhouse. So, yeah, getting to play that over again, because I played a little bit of it at the start, but, oh, it's so good. And, it, you know, awesome. classic Metroid. Yeah, it, it, it's and, and I heard people say that the controls were actually, when they go back to games previously, they struggled a little bit. Feels great, looks great, having a blast. So yeah, that's that's what I'm playing right now. So, but again, it, that wouldn't be valid, I guess, for game of the year, uh, given mm-hmm. the fact that it's a remake. Yeah, well, or remaster, not even remaster, remaster. Yeah, yeah. you're not uh, you're not playing Resident Evil Four then, not yet. So that is another one that I'm excited to jump into. I've obviously heard and uh, seen some good things about it. It's really weird because I get this uh, you know sort of dad mode window of time. Justin, you might be able to write. Damon, you're going to get there too soon mm-hmm. when, when it's like the kids are just around and like Resident Evil's just a little too oh yeah uh, you know graphic and oh, intense yeah. uh, for the youngest. Like ah no, go away. Um, but yeah, it will definitely be, uh, the next one after uh, I finish Metroid. Cool. Yeah. It is awesome. Sam, have you finished it yet? I still haven't finished it. I did. Yeah. That was great. Great ending sequence. And I started over again. And then I also beat John Wick four this weekend, which is oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. Might've been longer than Resident Evil four. Which is crazy. <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs down. 
I think it was a thumbs mid. Um, I like I like some of the other ones a little bit better. I thought this had. I just watched them all for the first time, so like for me, I was Maybe like, a I just Maybe saw a, a lot much. of the same killing. Yeah. But uh, I will I will say that there's a stairs fight scene at the end, yep, 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 which yep. had which had the audience roaring. Yeah, and uh, this is a crowd that was kind of laughing at spots which weren't supposed to be funny, which is kind of fun in that type of movie, right? Because it mm-hmm. takes itself really seriously. Um, but that part, people were just rolling, and I thought it was a, re- a really good movie moment. But uh, yeah, yeah, that game has a final boss problem. You know, like you never know what the final boss is going to be. Yeah, and I'm not sure we saw the final boss yet, and I don't know what the heck is happening. <laughs> I do agree. Like, yeah, this says it feels very final. But like, we still haven't ever seen the high table that everyone's always I'm, talking about, right? Yeah, it's like, frustrating, right? <laughs> yeah. And when you were telling me, like, oh, they're going, well, I won't spoil anything, but you, you said last show, like, they go from big city to big city to big city. It's kind of like three things. And I was, like, kind of thinking, like, oh, this is going to be, like, like a video game. Like, once he beats this world, he's going to go to this world. That's not, that's not really how it works, but that's my video game application. Well, There's plenty of video game references in John Wick to it. It would not be out of the question to have that, including that hotline Miami via another gamer. Right. Does he talk much? Because I think there was like a, no, uh, so there was something going around. Yeah. It was like yeah, under 280 yeah. words or something like that. And the yeah, latest. Oh, so 100%. Yeah. He mainly goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like Duke Nukem or something. It's, uh, it's really funny. Yeah. yeah. I think he got, I wonder if like he got, if that's the highest paid anyone's ever been paid per word. Mm-hmm. They compared him to like Clint that, Eastwood yeah. in like the good, bad, and the ugly <laughs> and like stuff like that, where like he barely talks like that's his whole character. Like Clint Eastwood is like so, so talky compared to Keanu, <laughs> but plenty of people talk in this movie and there is a big intro, which has no fighting that takes forever to get through with yeah. people talking. It's kind of like the beginning of Phantom Menace. So <laughs> it's true. Uh, it's take a while. Disputes. It's a little bit to get going, but then once it gets going. It sure does. And you were right about that. The car killing, Damon. So my many people killing. hit my car. Oh, yes. Yeah. Saw that meme going around, too. Yeah. This episode of Game Scoop is brought to you by NordVPN. As Scoop Nation knows, your Omega Cops have been a little obsessed with a movie called Weekend at Bernie's lately. But as happens too often these days, it is difficult to find it streaming here in the U.S. That's where NordVPN comes in. With NordVPN, you can switch your virtual location to a more enlightened region where they appreciate the comic delights of Weekend at Bernie's. And it's not just for streaming movies and shows. Switching your virtual location can allow you to save money by purchasing flights, hotels, and subscriptions from other countries at a cheaper price. And you can do all this worry-free as NordVPN threat protection features protect you from viruses, malware, and phishing sites. Best of all, NordVPN costs the price of a cup of coffee a month, and one account can be used on up to six devices. To get the best discount on your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash gamescoop. Our link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com slash gamescoop. One in five Americans has learn a new language on their bucket list, or life backlog, if you will. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Upgrade your personal skill set in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. 
Its tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I have a trip to Mexico coming up, so I've been using Babbel to brush up on my Spanish. The courses are short and sweet, so I can do one whenever I have a few minutes to spare. And the words and phrases it teaches you are designed for practical, real-world use, like ordering at a restaurant or asking for directions. Babbel can even provide you feedback on your pronunciation with its speech recognition tech. And it's not just for Spanish. Babbel includes 14 different language courses, each backed by a 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for Scoop Nation. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, only for our listeners, at babbel.com gamescoop. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com gamescoop, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot gamescoop. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, uh, we're in April now, and there's some big games coming out this month, some really you know, high-profile ones like Star Wars Jedi Survivor, but there's some very cool-looking indie games coming out this month that I wanted to highlight, too. So, here we go. Seven games, I think, cool coming this month. Uh, tomorrow, coming tomorrow, April 4th, which tomorrow from when this episode is being recorded, is Grim Grimoire Once More. Did anyone play the original Grim Grimoire? We talked about I, it. I did not. But I, don't, I didn't know how to play it. Uh, so a PS3 exclusive from 2007, I think, from Vanillaware. So the Dragon's Crown, Odin Sphere uh, developers, known for a very, very cool and uh, iconic art style. And this is a 2D fantasy RTS. So looks very awesome. And I never played the original. And now it's it got sounds like, like sounds like a Justin kind of game. I know. It's great. <laughs> I mean, we we I gave the original remember. high score. Is Odin Sphere the one that's played on these like circular? Like if you keep yeah. going to the yes. left, you'll come around the other side. Okay, that's mm, the yeah. one that I played. Then I yep. didn't play Grim Grimoire. Yep, so that's cool. I look forward to checking that out. That's going to be out on Switch, PS4, and PS5. Then on April thirteenth is a game called Hunt the Night. Is anyone familiar with this one? This is Hunt the mm-hmm. Night. So uh, top-down fantasy Ooh, pixel art action yeah. game. Yeah. Awesome looking pixel art and music from the composer of Secret of Mana. What? Awesome. Yeah. Wow. That's great. One and of the then, best uh, soundtracks ever. That's crazy. Yeah. It supposedly has a huge dark world to explore, and then you complete hunts to get awesome rewards as you track down and hunt the most powerful creatures of the night. And it looks action, action adventure, not, yeah. not RPG turn based or anything. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, and the the description doesn't say anything about roguelike, so I don't think it's that. I think it's just exploring a world, combat, going on hunts for these uh, creatures, and then it's on. It's going to be PC only for now, but coming to other platforms later. And that one's out April thirteenth. Looks like a good Steam Deck game. Yep. Yeah, sure. absolutely. On April fourteenth, we've got Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. And yeah, that's that's like a series that I just I never spent too much time with because I think it was. In the wake of Pokemon, and they were trying to do something Pokemon-ish with Mega Man, but it's from uh, AnyCreates, which is like um, you know, like the Blaster Master Zero, and um, <laughs> I think they did the Bloodstain Curse of the Moon remake game. I mean, as I well. think I played. I mean, I do, I'm watching the trailer now, and I'm going to confess I did not remember or know there were six of yeah. these <laughs> games. Like I would have guessed there was maybe four, but like I think I played at least the first two or three and loved them. Like Damon, I think you would like them too. Yeah. If you're watching the video, you're watching the battle system right now, where it's these little mini strategy battles each time. It's like a little mini fast paced game of chess, and um, that's how the game's battle system plays out. It was awesome. Like I really, I really love those games and had an interesting storyline about like going inside, like it's all played in like this virtual world and you're going inside computer circuits and stuff. Um, yeah, I would totally revisit those games. 
Yeah, I mean, if they made six of them back in the day. Someone, someone was enjoying them. And then on April 19th is Horizon Forbidden West, the Burning Shores expansion, which I don't think mm-hmm. we've seen or know too much about, although it apparently has very pretty clouds. But you know, like several of us, Sam and I included, <laughs> at least really enjoyed Forbidden West. I don't know, Sam, are you, you going to try and carve out time well, to return I, to this game? And specifically, I liked like the back, I don't know, 20% of Horizon. Like yeah, the really got the, this the, the end part universal. when you get this thing. So it's like, whoa, that'd be kind of cool to, you know, explore whatever they have to offer here, which I don't know, maybe like Santa Barbara or something. So. Yeah, well, Burning Shores. Yeah. I don't know. It's just going to be a little bit. It's been over a year mm-hmm. since that game was out and since I beat it. I, I, it'll be interesting to see how easy, the, how easy it is to jump back in. Pick up, you know, pick up the controls oh. again. and like. Is it Los like, Angeles? Is that Capitol Records building? I haven't. Yeah, I, they, <laughs> they showed a wrecked Hollywood sign in the trailers. Yeah, yeah, there, there, there it is. Yeah. 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 That's fun. Maybe I can find my house. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, what, what if you're in it? What if there's an audio log of Damon Hatfield? <laughs> what <laughs> <Wait> a second. <laughs> DLC. Yeah, I will Game say Scoop. I like uh, the lava levels in games better than the ice levels. So that looks pretty fun. Hmm. Well, except for Mario 64. Yeah. Or water levels. Wait, which, where, where, do you put, where do you rank water levels? The worst. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Always the worst. Except, yep. for, except for Donkey Kong Country. Dunk on Country, David Wise, the water level. The music is good in those The music, music is good, nice. but also, like, you, you got the fish. You, you, there's a little bit of mobility in that one. You got those clams, though. Those clams are shooting shit off you from off screen. It's baloney. <laughs> I do generally like the fire levels in games, though, even though, even in Mario 64, mm. where there's a lot more. Well, that one doesn't have instant kill, which is nice. Mario yeah. just burns his little butt and then he runs around really fast, which is so smart. <laughs> yeah. That's the smartest thing where like it makes it basically makes your character out of control on tiny platforms. Like I really, I've always really respected that gameplay. Yeah. I like, I have it. I just, you know, it's like you go inside that volcano and get a star and then they're like, Hey, guess what? You get, you can do it again. Go back in and get another one. Now you more. Yeah. I replayed Mario 64 recently for the first time in, you know, a decade. And I'm like, a little bit of the sheen has come off this game a little bit over the last (laughs) You know, like Did I you play re- that collection. The, yeah, the Switch collection. Uh, no, no, or Switch I just, Online. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, that yeah was good. I just, yeah, and like I, I don't know. Well, whatever. I'm getting us off track, but I, it was an interesting experience to go back to like a beloved game that I frequently rank as one of my favorites ever, and I'm like, mm, mm, I don't know about this anymore. My but, experience has only been watching. Yeah. Well, is it really? Is that a problem? I don't. I don't ever think of it as having bad controls, even with. Not not controls, but the tactile nature of it. It's just like like we were saying with the lava thing. It's just way, it's just not forgiving. You're like, oh, you fell off. Well, mm-hmm. back to the beginning. And that's just not a gameplay mechanic. Yeah. I think I quit in Dire Dire Docks when it was running at like eight frames per second. I'm like, why? <laughs> like, what, what happened to this world? Like, there's something about it. I love the long jump so much yeah. in that game. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to kind of like, you kind of learn, back in the day, you would kind of learn the camera angles and then kind of forget about them which is yeah. another testament to amazing game design. So now you play it, you're like, why is this camera trying to push me into this corner? <laughs> like, it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, right. It usually works. A little star, and yeah. um, it always, uh, I always, uh, have my most recent memories of Mario 64, besides I played a little bit of in that collection, is that just watching Mark Medina play in The Office a couple years ago. <laughs> I know. We were all playing <laughs> the office, and he was so fun to watch. And he'd always play the Bowser levels. And those are the ones that were like, he was like really fine tuning at the time. And it's like yeah. crazy what people do in those because it's just a bunch of floating blocks. You're supposed to go like all the way one way, then all the way back the other way, then all yeah. the way back the other way. But instead, like people that speed run it just like just kind of like, you know, 
bounce off of pixels and just like get right to the top immediately. I, I, I love that stuff. And I did remember Mark playing that uh, in the office and just getting <clears> you know, those pixel perfect jumps to be able to grab ledges and things yeah. like that. Watching speedrunners play that game, yeah, it's amazing. I I think he's still in the office playing it to this day. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he just <laughs> never left. Yep. No way to know. Well, speaking of Nintendo, on April twenty fourth, Advance Wars one and two reboot camp finally arrives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Justin, you just yeah. the twenty fourth. That's so soon. Suddenly, it feels like. I mean, yeah, twenty days. days. Twenty days. Zelda's yeah. out in like five weeks, y'all. It's yes. crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Dude, the Advance Wars art style has been really growing on me. Um, you know, it's sort of this diorama style. They look like almost plastic army men toys, you know, mm-hmm. just running into each other. Um, I didn't like it when it was revealed, but, you know, but now that was a year or more ago. And it's I've really come around. And the other interesting thing is I was on a flight recently and I, I brought I replayed Advance Wars. I made it probably oh. halfway through that campaign. And it's awesome. Like, you know, like, yeah, it's so good. Um, (laughs) And like, just so satisfying. And so it's just immaculate. And, and the other thing about the original advance wars is like that game goes so much harder and is so much more fully featured than it needs to be. Like it has all these different modes and like Mm -hmm. these different, like you're unlocking different commanding officers and you're buying maps with the coins you're earning after battles. And like, it's got this ranking system that really went above and beyond. Like they really, really went all out with the original GBA version in a way that I didn't remember. And so, you know, hopefully this remake has that similar, has a similar spirit to it. Do yeah. these children actually go to war? That's yes. kind of disturbing. Yeah. No, the, the plot, the plot is the insane. Like there, it's these nations that are at war, presumably just killing each other. Like, you know, there's <laughs> tanks blowing up and stuff. It's horrible, but like, they're very much like, Oh, darn it I'm like i'll get you next time like oh like what a what a good fight like see you next time on the battlefield and it's insane like it makes no sense and yeah and i think andy canonically is like 12 and they're like hey guys i'm your new commanding officer it doesn't make any sense at all all his experience yeah and they also like don't know like it's really unclear who you are in the game like you name you put in your name at the beginning so it's like i'm justin Uh, and then it's like you know andy meet justin he's going to be assisting in it but it's like am i am i also a commanding officer like general right yeah like who am i (laughs) like it it doesn't make any sense at all but i love it maybe they'll clear that up Uh, in these remakes (laughs) unlikely unnecessary (laughs) unnecessary uh uh cj are you are you an advanced warsman I am not. Most of these things, like I just, as you were looking at them, uh, Astro Boy came to mind. It was the same thing. I remember watching Astro Boy, uh, you know, very, very young. And as and, and when I watched it again recently, I was like, hey, let's watch it together, kids. It's like, that is very dark. It's very dark, some of these things. Like, oh, his, his son died. Like, you just, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's, there's like, well, that's what yeah. I'm for, there's all, for what, this <laughs> 70-year-old Exactly. But, property? but there's, yeah, there's all these things that happen again. So, no, I have not played it. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting that, yeah, it looks all bright and happy. And then, yeah, there's tanks and bazookas and battles. The gameplay's great. A um, couple more games. Is anyone familiar with Nuclear Blaze? Maybe Justin would be. I this remember is, Nuclear uh, Throne. Uh, 2D pixel art oh, firefighting game yeah. from the creator mm-hmm. of Dead Cells. So it actually looks this. a lot like yeah. Dead Cells. What? Yeah, how have I never heard of this? It's, and Dude, so it, great. It's been out for a couple of years on PC. It has high, very positive reviews, and now it's coming to console, uh, or at least it's coming to Switch and PS4 on April 28th. The yeah, creator of Dead Cells made another game? Cool. Made another game with the same art style, but it's a firefighting game. It looks That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. Dude, and I looked up I looked up Grim, Grimoire when you were on, you know, on my second monitor. That game also looks awesome. I like, know, I don't know how... You. 
like it's such a Justin game. It was published by Nipponichi, who obviously was publishing Disgaea and all those yep. games in that era. Crazy. Like, I don't know how I missed it. This super cool 2D RTS. Like, I'm absolutely going to look up that remaster. Yeah. Nuclear Blaze looks great. That's 428, Switch and PS4. And finally, of course, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, also on April 28th. And uh, all signs point to this being, you know, more of what we liked in the first game, with maybe a little bit more polish. I don't know. Sam, are you still, you still excited for this one? So excited. And uh, Star Wars Celebration is this weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, I expect we'll get the you know the last kind of looks at this game mm-hmm. um, before it's out. But like, I'm really excited. Yeah, I mean, they haven't shown that much of this game. You know, mm-hmm. like we did at IGN first, and then they're oh. they, like, you know, like I haven't shown much since then. Even you know, there's a story trailer since then. <laughs> this little alien's great. I know. Yeah, I'm super excited for this one. Love the free, love the original, and uh, oh, I've only heard you know positive things that it's just more more of the same, bigger and better. Those Metroid Prime style maps, love them. Yep. They're very so, confusing though. Yeah, that's one thing that maybe they can improve. The maps were hard, a little bit hard to read for me. There you have it. Seven games coming this month that I'm looking forward to. Now we're going to take a look at a March 1994 issue of Game Players Magazine, only because I couldn't find a good issue from April. I usually keep it, try to keep it month to month. So I found a good, mm. good uh, issue from a, uh, you know, from a month before. I'm just having flashbacks of walking in and seeing Virtua Fighter for the first time. Then there's like you know Sonic and Super Nintendo. It's just it was such a weird couple years there during uh yeah. those launches well and look mm-hmm. look at this like on the cover mega man 4 and rescue rangers are nes games sonic yes. 3 well exactly and super metroid and virtual fighter in the same issue that's yeah, crazy super nintendo yeah exactly they're being a little misleading this mega man 4 is the game boy version okay and okay, then, yeah and this yeah. rescue rangers is the sequel it's two. two. So this is okay. 1994. Oh, okay. came yeah. out, still. That came out on NES. Because this is 94, yeah. is that right? Yeah, so very late yeah. era. Final NES final games. era of NES yeah. games. Wario's yeah. World's the final game. Yeah. Wow. I love for Super Metroid, it says <clears throat> SNES Magic. How do they make games this good? And we're still asking yeah. that question today. That's true. true. That's very true. Don't need to buy a game until you've read this. Don't buy so, a so. game. <laughs> Naturally. Yeah. Uh, so first off, we've got a, a two-page ad for X-Men on Game Gear. Oh, which is dude, what an era of X-Men this was. Yeah, Height of the animated series. It yep. looks so good. I'm just yep. surprised. For, it's just a Game Gear game. Like game, game Gear never really took off. So it's like 1994 is still uh, pushing you know, two-page ads yeah. for these Game Gear games. Pushing that mobile yeah, color uh, portable, though. Yeah. I think that's a mm-hmm. Rob Leefield drawing. All it does it look, left. yeah. Uh, no, it's sure. not Mark Silvestri, maybe. I, don't know, I can't read the signature, but it, it looks so classic and great. I can't tell from that. Um, okay, so they had just returned from CES, and I guess they gave out awards at CES, just like, you know, I, I guess it's, I, it's unclear if this is like voted on by attendees of CES or the organizers or what. So anyway, these are the ga- game of the year. Sega CD game of the year is AH3 Thunderstrike. What? What is that? Some sort of like a... A military flying sim game, I think. I'm not familiar Whoa. with it. Game Gear mm. Game of the Year, Cool Spot. Ooh, Cool Spot. <laughs> Best sound sure. on Sega Genesis, Cool Spot. Wait, are yeah. we on the right page here, Damon? Page six. Info oh, I, I see. It's the little text. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very small. Okay, got it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, best graphics on Genesis, Flashback. 
Oh, mm-hmm. really good. Remember, sequel supposedly, out soon, right? Yeah, supposedly yeah. there's a sequel coming that we haven't seen anything of. <laughs> uh, there's a there's a flashback like that came out or that's coming out really soon. Did you see that? Game? I saw something about that on Twitter that looks very cool. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, best action game on Genesis is Soldiers of Fortune, which is the tiny little screenshot here. This is a game I'm not familiar with, familiar with but it looks cool. It's a top down action shooting game that I want to check mm-hmm. out. Best. Yeah, I like that. The and Akari Warrior is like, yeah, yeah, sure. The game I was referring to is called Lunark, all one word, L-U-N-A-R-K. Mm. Flashback like. Oh, and so this isn't, this is apparent. this is the Sega, Sega third party seal of quality awards held during the winter CES show. So this is award just for Sega games. Gotcha. Uh, best yeah, puzzle. I mean, What's that, CJ? No, I was going to say, I just remember thinking this is because the cool spot, I think was done by Virgin, right? And I Virgin. remember there was a, yeah, there was a very um, dramatic difference between, because they also made Aladdin. And so the conversation around like, oh, why do the games look so different on Genesis and Aladdin? And yeah, uh, <sighs> conversation there. Best well, that cool spot game is pretty cool in Genesis, uh, but uh, it, it's like an actual platformer and you go around like stupid areas and climb around and everything. But the NES one's just like an Othello knockoff or it's some board game. It's a board yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, best puzzle or strategy game on Genesis is The Lost Vikings, which had been ported from Super Nintendo. Great, great game. Mm-hmm. Love it. Best sports game was FIFA International Soccer from EA. Yes. Best adventure. Good times for those. Best adventure or RPG is Flashback again. And then best mm-hmm. flying or driving game is Formula One Grand Prix Racing. Oh, I bet that looks so janky now. And a whole write-up <laughs> on rating rantings continue and everything that was going on with video game censorship and Joe Lieberman in front of Congress. Mortal wow. Kombat, mm-hmm. Night Trap. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. Will they ever make up their minds? The headline says. <laughs> yeah, eventually. So this is the Some, three days. Sometime. This, in 1994, we still did not have the ESRB. And we still did not have E3. E3 would arrive the yep, following. That's right. Yeah, I was going to say, we got to be getting really close. Yeah. Okay. Here you go yeah. for all of our European. All right. Not a Viking. Here it is. I just couldn't, couldn't <laughs> believe that we were not familiar with Asterix. Here's a full page ad for Asterix on Super Nintendo, NES, and Game Boy. Asterix the Gaul. Never played it, but yes. He looks he looks a lot like a Viking. I mean, yeah. Don't say so, that. Well, they were horns this instead of now. instead of feathers. Yeah, I would get it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Also, um, after this, I was talking about like Gauls and you know the Gallic history and stuff, and somebody's like, "They're not Gaelic. That's Irish. You guys keep getting it wrong." I'm like. Dude, it's a different word. It means something different. <laughs> it, you just can't win with these gall appreciators. True. Um, there's a crazy. So there's a news story in here. So I'll just I'll summarize some of this. Park Place Productions, the software developer who made its name with John Madden football and NHL hockey, was decimated oh. at the beginning of the year when its entire design team defected to Sony ImageSoft. What? <laughs> yeah. And so you can do that. The CEO of Park Place <laughs> says the day after Christmas, there was an offsite meeting. And the next day I received 27 on the spot resignations. We don't have any designers left. I've told, I've been told that more than 50 people from Park Place work at the new Sony building down the street. And the only person there who's not from our company is the receptionist. <laughs> not a successful <laughs> offsite. That must have been a hell of an offsite. So two things. One, it's incredible that this happened. Someone just poached an entire yeah, like company what? on the same day. <laughs> so but did. two, uh, if you're the founder of that company, why do you go talk to the press? Why and do you go like, to the press? Guys, it's so bad. <laughs> yeah. No one works for us anymore. It's I, horrible. Yeah. I <laughs> like, was such a bad boss that we yeah. had a ropes course and an offsite. Everybody quit yeah. the next day. <laughs> Bro, keep that to yourself. Like, don't uh, say that. <laughs> 
I don't spin get, it yeah. in a positive way. You know what, Justin? I think he's going to be fine because he lives at Park Place, and that's one of the best properties. <laughs> yeah, he's going to have to move to. Yeah, he's going to have to move to. Uh, if Marvin he builds Gardens. a hotel there, I think it'll do just fine. I don't get it. Sony poached the entire development team from this John Madden. Oh, I don't. I don't know what was going on at this time. Uh, the the CEO of of Park Place says, we're still going to stay in business, but we'll change our focus. We're going to be less involved with development and more involved with publishing. <laughs> yeah, because you don't have any more designers. though <laughs> in there. That's pretty well. I mean, those those kind of print things, like that's that's what's awesome because you see that on Twitter now, and that's like a blip in the radar. You'd be talking about that in the playground. Like, wow, what's going on? I mean, all the people who made Madden, all these games. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there's a little blurb where the editors say that, you know, the, the games that they're most looking forward to, and it's filled with virtual fighter, virtual racing, super Metroid, uh, NBA yeah. jam, and then zoo ball. <gasps> Someone's looking forward to zoo ball. Sam, you, sure. you have any familiar, familiar sure. with zoo ball? No, a, I'm, I'm familiar with zoop. It's a baseball game with entire, um, animal <laughs> teams. And unfortunately it never came out. Okay. Looking yeah. forward to it. Uh, the rights to the syndicated TV show Kung Fu, The Legend Continues, have been picked up by Sunsoft, which plans Genesis and NES game versions of the series. Don't believe that ever happened. Uh, yeah, nope. it might, that might not have been the best investment for Sunsoft, who yeah. rapidly disappeared after this. Until that recent press conference. <laughs> yes, until. Sunsoft is back, baby. Capcom is moving into show business, and it's taking one of its biggest stars along for the ride. The company plans to finance and produce an animated TV series based on its Mega Man games. That that actually came to fruition. Yep. Yeah. And then another ad for um, Spider-Man X-Men for both Game Boy and Game Gear. And I just, yeah. what an awkward title. The game is called Spider-Man X-Men. I think they changed the title of this to spider-man and the x-men or maybe that's just always what it was but i remember that really well hopefully the two versions have different developers it looks like or different publishers because i see ljn on game boy and yeah but this is the 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 villain in this is named arcade it's really funny and yeah i I played i think the genesis version of it sam who's this oh my who is that is that alfred chicken Alfred Chicken himself. <laughs> Super Alfred also, Chicken. Good also, memory, Sam. All, thank you. Also ported to the NES. Yep. A yeah. hero for the 90s, it says yeah, in the bottom. That, that's so self-aware. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, this is the Super NES version. So this is Super Alfred Chicken. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I love this. We got the letters section, and we have the winners of, from Game, game Ideas of the Month. The winning idea Ooh. of the month Um comes from uh, Wyatt in Rockford, Illinois. Says, how about a video game spoof, just like the movie spoofs, Naked Gun and Hot Shots? Plutonic the Lab Rat, for instance, is a spoof of Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the winning idea of the month. He won himself a Game Genie for the platform of his choice. Nice. Game players would send them Game Genies. I like this I one. Hate, this I one. hate to shatter his, uh, his day, but I believe Bubsy the Bobcat was a parody of Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> is that true? Right. I guess that checks out. Yeah, it was just a very bad version of it. <laughs> I like this idea from Bobby, who who was 11 <clears throat> at the time. And Bobby says, I think a good game would be where you're trapped inside a TV. You'd be timed, mm-hmm. and if you ran out of time, you'd be trapped forever, and the game would be over. Between levels, there'd be a bonus mm. game where you play the viewer and try to get to the refrigerator while avoiding tomatoes, <laughs> lima beans, and other gross foods before the commercial's over. One level, you'd Watch be on it. a game show, avoiding slime balls and annoying game show hosts while collecting trophies. Collect them in advance to the next level, a cop show where you have to say and do the right things to catch a crook, then move on. 
good. Watching a combination of you can't do that on television, Captain and the Game Master, yeah. <laughs> whatever else was out on Ops. Saturday mornings. Um, yeah, th- this really reminds me um, <clears throat> when I first started IGN, I ran an inbox here. It was like our cheats inbox, cheat, cheat submission codes were like a big thing at the time. Mm, yeah, and there is always these like little fantasies that little kids would write in. It was like you know oh, like. Yeah. I uh, I was in Ma- in Halo and Master Chief got a, a spaceship and then I went to another planet and on that planet Master Chief's ants came off. Here's the code, like stuff like that. Was, I, and by the way, Master Chief naked was a thousand percent the most popular fake cheat code we got. Fake. It's so uh, weird. The word. I mean, for I think probably about like a year or two after, I was waiting to get sucked into television. I was like, there's going to be some sort of like King Hippo cheat code here. For Captain N? To, yeah, for Captain N. I'm <laughs> going to go into the TV. Mega Man and Kid Icarus are going to be my best friends. Like, mega there's cool. just something. Mega cool. There's just something about those moments. And Nintendo did a great job. Just the adventure and the wonder with the system. I think it was like nothing we'd ever seen. But yeah, those IPs coming together. And yeah, honestly, I was waiting for some sort of cheat code. Or <laughs> this is going to happen to me at some point in time. This the game idea from uh, from Mitchell is very very specific. Like, this is definitely about what was going on in Mitchell's life at the time. It says treasure yeah. would be about three kids: Mike, Kenny, and Frank. Mike lives in California, and his cousin Frank is coming for the summer. Whoa, what a summer it's going to be! <laughs> since Frank's younger brother and his rubber chickens are coming along, it messed up all his plans. Mike's friend Kenny doesn't like the idea either. But when they find a treasure map and find three golden bells, it was worth it. Oh, well, this that's so wild. It's just like that's, wait, that's wait. to unpack here, and this kid's yeah, fears exactly. and anxieties about the future. Oh. <laughs> yeah. when, when was ET out? Because yeah, there's so many of these I mean, movies m- long before '94. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what I mean. Like those things stay in your brain for a long time. He was he was envisioning all these movies as well so as games that he was playing. Yeah, uh, and this is the section I love so much: the pen pal connection, where readers you know, volunteer and, and put their name out there, their word, they're saying they're looking for an, a pen pal to make friends right. with. So Louis says, I want, uh, this is very tall, it's very small. I got to put my glasses on for this. I want a pen pal <laughs> who likes to play games like Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter 2. We get to share tips or just be pen pals. I'm 11 and have an SNES and Genesis. That's so sketchy, man. <laughs> so uh, I don't like it. You don't even, you have to be like 13 to even make like yeah. an account on Nintendo.com. Well, Give me letters. Here's where this I live. Is, <laughs> this is Chris says, I'm 15 and really like video games, especially beat your enemy to a pulp games, RPGs and sports simulations. I'm not one of those kids who's an everyday nerd. Anybody can write to me. Don't be shy. <laughs> I don't. I don't like this. I'm yeah, uncomfortable exactly. with this. Yeah. Like Jason, I'm 15 and own a Super NES. Besides video games, I enjoy Japanese animation. This one's from more England. Years. Chris from England says, "I'd like to get in touch with an American boy about 13 to 14 to exchange <laughs> tips on SNES games or just be pen pals." Uh, <laughs> Jared boys. Jared says, uh. "I'm 14 and have a Sega CD. I'm really into music too. Heck." I'm into anything you are. Movies, books, magic, blah, blah, blah. Send a mug of yourself if possible. <laughs> no. Damn, be happening. All of these, every single one of oh. these is a is a old is a man. They're all men, Damon. <laughs> oh, oh, I know. It's really, really good. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's move on. The future. They've got a big uh, big feature on Project Reality, which would become. Yeah, the N64. Nintendo 64, of course, yeah. 
Um, I think they got to see all this uh, these upcoming consoles at CES. What are they They've showing. Got what is um, yeah, so, all this crap? So yeah, yeah but, it's just like a wow. they're demos. They're demos of like a, a train, you know. A tra- yeah. But look at that train. Nintendo sixty four games didn't look like yeah, that. exactly. No, but but the CG cutscenes did at the time, right? Yeah, yeah. That's it. It says Nintendo's Dream Machine will even have true color. That's millions of colors for programmers to play with. Mm-hmm. True color. Mm-hmm. They do not have uh, a, an image of the console itself. That was not finalized, I guess. That used to be a thing. It was like our console can display 32,000 colors at once or like, you know, VGA mm-hmm. graphics or whatever on your old PC. Yeah. Yeah. The number of colors. Yeah. And they got the Saturn. They have an artist's rendering of the Saturn. So <laughs> not the final game there either. Although they do actually have screenshots of games. A racing yeah, game no, and a like soccer Saturn. game. Yeah. Yeah. And they got a, a, a section on the new guys on the block. 3DO, Atari, and now Sony threatened to steal a piece of Sega and Nintendo's pie. And I guess I always forget that the Jaguar came later. I would have guessed Jaguar was like a 92 release game. I guess it was 94, 95. Yeah, they just really wanted to beat Nintendo to the 64-bit yep. moment. Mm-hmm. They did by a little bit. And then it says, the biggest game at CES wasn't on any home system. Not yet, anyway. And that was Virtua Fighter. Yeah. So good. Yeah, I mean, it's funny to see Sony lo- lo- uh, uh, like lumped in with 3DO and Atari back yeah. then. Yeah. Like, nobody yeah. really knew. Like, it was very unclear that, like, yeah. you know, they could make it in any credible way. Yeah. They say, and they were- lurking in the shadows is Sony, perhaps they, an unlikely right. contender in the new age of video games. Yeah, it's funny. Well, because well, there was still that conversation with them sort of assisting Nintendo for a little while. And that, like, wasn't it yeah. like pre 94 to 95 era? Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, it's just it's just so weird to see Virtua Fighter, and it's like, <laughs> it's. I remember just walking in, yeah, between that and Mortal Kombat, those graphics at the time, just the arcades, uh, feeling like that was just lifelike. Nothing would ever beat that, and uh, mm-hmm. it's so funny to see <laughs> polygons in the magazine. It's like, oh, there you go. I think those games were also yep. like a dollar to play. I was like, what the heck? Yeah. Uh, Sega revealed at CES it will delay its virtual reality headgear until the later half of '95. That would never come out. Nope. That's for the best. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, do you know the first and only pinball game for the Super NES? Super Pinball Behind the Mask? No, I've never seen this before. Techno. Really? Yeah. Technos, wow. yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't. Uh, virtual Pinball was very bad back then. I didn't play it for sure. I only started playing real pinball eight years ago or so. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Action games. Uh, these are just short little previews. They got Super Metroid in there, and then they have Kirby's T Shot. What would that actually be released as? Dream Course. Yep. Yeah. Love that game. Yeah. Yep. It was originally going to be Kirby's T Shot. Michael Jordan working title. What's the Michael Jordan game? Something about Cloud Windy City or something? Yeah, Chaos in the Windy City. Uh, Chaos in the Windy City. You mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. With what? It wasn't down Genesis only or something like that. It's from from EA, and I think they had a exclusivity deal with Genesis or Sega. They have a write-up on Donkey Kong 94, which is well-documented to be one of my favorite games of all time. I think just an absolute classic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And their write-up is just, they don't really seem to get it. They say, if there's just another Donkey Kong, it's just like the old arcade game. <laughs> they don't get, like, it's like they took that very, very small idea of the original and just blew it up into this sprawling, like, action puzzle game. Right. right. Yeah. Great that, that write-up's completely wrong. That game has, like, 100 <laughs> levels in it. Yeah. And it's a puzzle game, and it's so good. Yeah. So, so, so good. Um, in the Sims, they've got Virtua Racing, European Racers, Operation Airstorm, Harrier, Harrier 
Ushra Monster Truck Wars and Stunt Race FX. What? That's not. That's a Super Nintendo game, right, Sam? Oh, that's, yeah, it's a Nintendo that's game, right? Second race. chip game from yeah. Star Fox. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. Cool. weird Virtual Racing was really impressive. I played that a yeah. lot. Yeah, I like that tech. Um, and then in sports, I guess I never knew there was a 16-bit double dribble. I think came oh. to Genesis. Yeah. Yeah, I never. Championship mm. edition. Is that, do you think that Double Dribble Championship Edition, does that follow NBA Jam Championship Edition? Because if so, that's shameless. <laughs> Street Fighter. <laughs> Would have been right around yeah. the same time. Definitely follows oh, no, NBA Jam is Tournament Edition. Never mind. Okay. okay. You're all right. I take it back. In their shooter section, they've got like on rails, shooters like Metal Combat, and then the, the video, how do you describe it? Like, Amer- um, like Lethal Enforcers, the digitized video, light gun shooters, and then R-Type 3. Like an arcade <laughs> scrolling shooter, yeah. just couldn't yeah. couldn't be even do you, more. Do you more shoot guns in it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, you do. And then fighting games, they've got Rise of the Robots, which we've talked about before. Apparently, people were thought the the visuals at the time were pretty impressive. And then Mortal That's Kombat right. CD. Yeah, what's Mortal Damn. Kombat CD? Just the Sega CD version. The Sega CD version. Yeah, they had Saturday Night Slam Masters there. Man, yeah. that's a bl- that's one I haven't thought about. In look a long how Mortal time. Kombat CD still doesn't look anywhere better. Than, no, you know Genesis or Super Nintendo, and like it doesn't look. Yeah, like not in that screenshot. And it's on the freaking Sega CD. Yeah, yeah, that, that was always the the blood versus no blood. The, the the Super Nintendo one looked better. They even say in the write up here, there's not a lot of difference from the Genesis version. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Okay, reviews. They they did a percent <clears throat> scoring system out of it. They rated the games out of a hundred percent, absolutely flawless to them. And anything, anything 50% below is average, apparently. <laughs> so they review Flashback on the uh, Super Nintendo. gave that an 88%. Mm-hmm. Sure, it looks sure. great, but you keep coming back because it's good. If you like challenge and realism, it doesn't get much better than this. <laughs> I like this game. Sam is not a big fan of this game. But. No, I just, it, it's the same thing as Prince of Persia, where it like locks you into animations. And so you're kind of playing like, yeah. almost like a Dragon's Lair type game where it's like, Tap the button, wait for it to play out. Tap the button, wait for it to play out. It's just it, confusing. Yeah. If you have like a guide and play along with it, like it looks really cool. Like it just yeah. looks really great. That's it. Like, because out of this world was basically, you know, spiritual successor. Yeah. It's the same type of thing, but you played exactly. it almost as much for the cutscenes. It was just a very moody kind of experience. Yeah. I, I did like cool. it, but it was very good. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers 2 on the NES, and they gave that an 84%. So they liked that one a lot. Oh, and I very like how they game. have. I like how they have um, in their little like info box about the games. They have the price right. if they're available. Yeah. So Chippendale Rescue really Rangers Two was thirty two ninety five. Not a very specific price. I also like that for flashback the price. They're just like we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, it flashback. Costs. It was unavailable. Yeah. No way to know. You don't. <laughs> you don't have to put that in your magazine. Just leave that. <laughs> just don't put it in there. For Chippendale, it says check out this game whether you like chipmunks or not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine got an 86%. That would retail for $34.99. <laughs> That's a great game. That's a Puyo-like? Yep. A Puyo-like. Sam, do you know Jim Power, The Lost <laughs> Dimension in 3D yeah. for Super Nintendo? Yeah, I've played this game because you know, you, you'll get it in like a... I would buy large boxes of like dollar games, right? Mm-hmm. And this was a really, really funny one to have a couple beers and try to play because it's just like <laughs> just a mess. Just a total mess and like over the top and just awful. 
Check it out. It has well, a lot of mode seven BS in it. It's very funny. <laughs> it's mode seven, and then uh, I, I guess it worked with just regular old three D glasses, like the cheap three oh, D really? glasses. Yeah, Jeez. it has. That's. I, I looked at a video on YouTube, and there's just there's many many layers of parallax scrolling. And it would actually kind of yeah. make me feel sick. I think it, mm. just a ton of like yeah. su- like using the Super Nintendo gear, but not actually making a game work. Yeah. Yeah, it's like maybe there is a limit to how many levels of parallax scrolling we should use. Uh, and I want to point out 1994, this game cost $60. What? Wow. And pricey. Uh, an ad for a puzzle game for Game Boy and Game Gear called Gearworks. It's from wow. Sony ImageSoft. So they, they post all those uh, John Madden <laughs> Employees. to make their puzzle yeah. games. Yeah. Uh, and then Rock and Roll Racing is an ad oh. for Rock and Roll Racing. Sam, so is this the one that has like uh, yeah. like licensed music? Yeah, I talked yeah. about this on the show recently. It has yeah. Paranoid in it and Blue Oyster Cult, and like just like kind of funny. Yeah, you know, born to be Super wild. Nintendo versions of it as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Just, and the sound chip was so good. It well, sounds was, cool. Yeah. What I think is funny is they, they they make no mention of that in the ads. Maybe they didn't think that would be a selling point to '90s teens. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe they didn't have the licenses yet by the time they had to roll out this ad because they made the yeah, game maybe. in like two weeks. But uh, it also was like a cool, you know, angle of a racing game. It yeah, cool. it looks like RC Pro Am. It's it's like RC yeah. Pro Am. I was gonna say it, and it and the sort of upgrade system and the combat system. I was I spent a lot of time with that. It game. says like, interplay here, but it's always in the Blizzard collections now. Yeah, mm-hmm. was well, maybe they, Yeah, maybe they developed it. Something like that. Yeah. Okay, Obidus, some sort of Super Nintendo. First person dungeon crawling RPG that got a thirty six percent. Thirty six, oof. So that means it's average. <laughs> yeah. And here's just a re- an offer in the middle of the mass in the middle of the magazine, an offer to ignite your imagination. This stunning dragons collector's edition wall poster is yours free from TSR Inc. Creators of the world's what? most popular adventure game system. Just so this poster. isn't Dungeons and Dragons, right? Or is it? Well, T- TSR is Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. I'm I, 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 I'm don't know that's what i'm asking I, I think yeah yeah no it is like yeah they're that's the publisher of D uh, D. so i don't know why they don't explicitly say D. yeah maybe the poster the poster is just drag this artwork of these two generic dragons yeah so they're trying right, to they are being they are being weird about it it says creator of the world's most popular adventure game system yes mm-hmm. so why 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 are they doing that was it was D still like taboo in the mid 90s uh no I don't know. I can't account for that. Hmm. Well, they're giving away this free poster, presumably to get the you know mailing addresses of people who might be interested in dragons and and or dungeons. And the free poster costs seventy five cents by check or money order. It says mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you have to add a dollar fifty for um, orders outside the U.S. I'm very tickled by uh, writing a seventy five cent check, and then they have to cash <laughs> that check, and That's then you so get your great. poster. Yeah, exactly. So great. <laughs> Uh, they reviewed Dune on the Sega Genesis, a strategy mm-hmm. game, which they liked. It got 87%. And isn't Dune one of the like mm-hmm. the most yep. well-regarded like uh, four-by games, or x games? Well, it, no, it's uh, one of the very original RTS games ever made. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it so, kind of in, invented the RTS genre. I wonder if this is yeah. a port of that, a ver- some type of version of that, because they say it's still strategy. I think it was the I think it was Genesis yeah. game. Yeah. That's cool. This re- retailed for $63. Whoa. I, I'm just doing the Canadian conversion in my, in my head. <laughs> it would have been really high. Canadian tax. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog 3, 92%. I had I some doubts the, after a disappointing Sonic 2. I love the together of that level on the previous page. That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was a cool spread. 
Yeah. Oh, we mean this one here? Or yeah, the just in one? the lower left corner of the Sonic page. How they pasted to do a couple screenshots together to show like the depth of that, that level. I know yeah. that level. Mm-hmm. CJ, is it true that Sonic 2 was disappointing? I don't think Sonic 2 was disappointing. I've never heard that. No, I was going to say, what, 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 That's I don't know. Is it the Really? Oh my goodness. No, to me, it's like, I'd say Sonic 2 with Tails and everything else like that was probably one of the better Sonic games that holds up. It's weird because now Sonic 3, when did Sonic and Knuckles come out? Because that was after, right? But right I think after that, 3. Yeah, it's weird that that uh, I have more memories of Sonic and Knuckles than I do playing Sonic 3. And I don't know if that's a region thing or, or not, or if it was just I didn't I missed out on Sonic 3. Mm-hmm. Lost Vikings on Genesis got an 84%. That's a great game. Mega Man 4 on Game Boy got an 86%. Can't go wrong with Mega Man 4, they say. No. Choplifter 3, 78%. Sam, did you know Choplifter 2 oh. was a Game Boy exclusive? Oh, that's so funny. And Choplifter so 1 was just on every PC ever. This looks exactly. like an ar- arcade game. And in the arcade? Yeah, I remember playing it in arcade. Just I so love weird. Choplifter. It's I so love fun. Choplifter yeah, I too. too. I love Choplifter yeah. also, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so weird that they made the sequel to this ubiquitous '80s arcade game on Game Boy. Yeah, and then Columns Three, an ad for Columns Three, which just baffles me because it's just it's <laughs> the, the gyms in the game, and just this completely random kind of dumpy middle aged dude just in the mix there. I hold like, him up, and he's apparently yeah, he on the, the box art. The time, yeah, that's what you apparently, do. Apparently, he's on the box art. Just random game. dude sitting Who on top man? of the columns. Should we put him in cool pants or a cool shirt? Nope. <laughs> nope. It's just the most plain clothes. Uh, yep. Yeah. He's Immersion. on the, look at, look, the one in the middle. The one in the middle is my favorite. He's like, <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Waiting to get crushed. Completely, <gasps> completely baffling to me. Uh, you could order the complete video game book collection. Stuff like uh, Secrets to Zelda Link to the Past. Mm. Sega Genesis Secrets Volume Three, Super NES Game Secrets, that sort of thing. Cool. Although, so, so these are the kind of things. Yeah, I remember uh, either if not photocopying a lot of these things. Yeah, for <coughs> for oh, cheat yeah. codes and then yeah. and going into the arcade for for Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat Two, yeah. especially like all the fatalities, all the moves and stuff like that. So I swear I didn't have all these magazines, but I at least had photocopies of those sections for the cheat codes and everything. Yeah. Yeah, there's a typo here. Quanti- quantities are limited. Whoa, that's funny. Uh, that's all, that was also, what's that? Oh, sorry, I was just going to point out quickly that that was also Prima Games, like before they were, oh, just right. like before yeah, they were doing publishing. official mm-hmm. game guides. Yeah. Uh, and we're starting to run short on time here. I just want to point out there's an a ad for Side Pocket on Super Nintendo, and that is available now on Nintendo Switch Online. It's pretty just good. Random. Just random. Yeah. And the best-selling games from, when was this from? December 93, from Software, etc. Top 10 were NFL Football, Joe Montana, Mortal Kombat on Genesis, Madden NFL 94. Isn't that weird? There was an NFL Football, Joe Montana, and also a Madden NFL game? Yeah. yeah. Aladdin on they, Genesis. Okay, wait, go ahead. But Joe Montana was, like, really good at the time, too. So it took a well, while for Madden. Uh, yeah, and that was the sports versus, like, Genesis versus SNES. It was crazy. Like, Genesis was way into sports, and so there's, like, sports galore on that system. <laughs> Aladdin on Genesis, not SNES. Sonic Spinball, yeah. Kirby's Pinball Land on Game Boy, NHLPA Hockey 94 on Genesis, Secret of Mana, Madden NFL on Super Nintendo, and Eternal Champions, the Genesis fighting game. Sports, sports, sports. Lots of sports, yeah. And then 
an ad for Games Galore, which is, you know, you find these in old magazines all the time. In the back of the magazine, it was like mail order video games, or I think in this case, you have to call them and place your order. It's just a black and white list of just game titles and their prices. And it says prices yeah. shown are lowest available anywhere. But what was interesting to me is at the top, it says, join our RPG club, $2.50 annual dues. You get a quarterly newsletter, membership card, etc. Join today. It just sounds, sounds so fun. like nebulous like what yeah. what am i signing up for <laughs> what am i, I signing mean, up I, for? i think the idea here is that these this this is an ad for imports and so they're telling they're telling people the information about the imports and then they can order them from this so it's like yeah. people that got into this back then like it was really hard to find out like what the hell these games were that are only out in japan right so mm-hmm. i bet the newsletter kind of explains them Maybe the yeah the the etc is doing a lot there. It's yeah. like you're gonna get a membership card and a newsletter and <laughs> maybe other things. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, and finally, coming next month, uh, they're gonna have Super Super Metroid, Speedy Gonzalez, Spider Man, Maximum Carnage, and Stunt Race FX. Then they and, advertise Super Metroid on the cover of this magazine. Yeah, and yeah. so they then they barely mention it within the magazine. Yeah, <laughs> and they use the same image to say "coming next month." That's quite yeah. a tease. Yep, it is a classic moment from that game. To be fair, but yeah. That brings us to video game twenty questions. Our suggestion this week comes from Dorian of Idaho, who says this is one of the coolest redacted I've ever seen in a video game, and I hope Ooh. it gets a redacted. With that info, let <laughs> question begin. Well, I want to know what the redacted. Yeah, that's not are, much of a hint, Damon. That's uh... uh. Unfortunately, it's Monday when we're recording this, which means that you know we don't have the the, the week of our volition behind us. Like we, we you know, yeah, it's going to be a tough twenty questions. Let's do 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 our best. <laughs> do your best. Could, what what was it? Could it have appeared? Could it have appeared in the March nineteen ninety four issue of that magazine we were looking at? <laughs> no. No, I feel like in honor of the Mario uh, movie, we need to ask, uh, would this have been uh, predominantly associated as a Nintendo franchise? No. No. Now, I I assume, is this a Nintendo franchise? I assume you're asking, like, does this come from Nintendo? Uh, Yes, let's say that. The answer is no. Okay. Is this a Japanese developed game? No. Mm. Uh, okay. Can is this game can you play this game on the Nintendo Switch? No. Is it from this century? Yes, that's five. This century, interesting. <laughs> um can you play this on a Nintendo console? Yes. Ooh. Ooh. So consoles, we got GameCube. Wii U, Wii, and not Switch. Or handheld. Well, yeah, I, I was trying to specify console, but maybe I did not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sure. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, okay. Uh, is this game playable on the Nintendo GameCube? No. Is it on the Wii? Yes. Ooh. Mm. Does it have motion controls? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I want to hear the redacted comment again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, one more. One time. of the coolest redacted I've ever seen in a video game, and I hope it gets a redacted. One Maybe. of the coolest control schemes I've ever seen yeah. in a video game, and I hope it gets remastered. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's just Resident Evil 4. 
Boom blocks. <laughs> I love boom blocks. Uh, let's see. Yeah, genre. So wait, but it's an, a Nintendo Wii game, but not made in Japan. Uh, was this game was this game made by Electronic Arts? No, nope. made or developed or published? No, nope. that's ten. Does this game not- have any sequels? This game does not have any sequels. Does that mean it is a sequel? Ooh, okay. So, uh, is this a sports game? No. Okay. Getting all the Wii's. The Wii Motion games out. I really maybe it's Red Steel Two. Maybe is this a Ubisoft game? Yes. <gasps> uh, we get eliminated by asking if it's water in it. <laughs> why? What? What does that mean? Oh, sorry. No, no, no. For Red Steel. Wait. Why does Red Steel? What do you mean? No, it I don't get it. I was thinking of every game. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Were you thinking yeah, of Were you thinking of the submarine game? Submarine game. Yes. <laughs> Seal diver. Yes. When you said Ubisoft, I mean, what else was Ubisoft up to on that console? It's probably Red game, Steel, right? Does this game have swords in it? Yes. Does Does it also have guns in it? Yes, that's fifteen. <laughs> I don't know how to. And it I, doesn't I mean, have any direct sequels. So right, is this so, game itself a sequel? Yes. All right. Is okay. this Red Steel okay. 2? Red Steel 2. There you go. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Nicely job. It was a good game. Did we have nice the redacteds right? I don't know if it would hold up well. Yeah, I think you're very close. Let me pull wow, it. Wow, yeah, actual. Justin. Nicely done, dude. Reject. Well, once we knew it was on the Wii. Yeah. Well, I can't find it. I like its kind of cell shade-ish look, too. Like, eh, it still looks good. Yeah, how different smart. is this than Red Steel One? And how different is Red Steel One from its magazine spread, which looked amazing yeah. in EGM or whatever? Yeah, I don't really remember. You're right. When I picture Red Steel, I'm mostly picturing the first one. I don't hardly remember this one at all. Yeah, Western Wild West game, Katanas. Yeah, I think we give this like an eight point three or something. Yeah, we liked this one. They got yep. they, they fixed a lot for the sequel. Yep, they're completely different idea. I think set for the. Um, you know, the idea was to make a shooter with swords. Like that was the idea with both these games, because like the Wii, the Wii controllers. And I think it required Wii Motion Plus. Right. One of the they, they should just make a, a gun that shoots swords out of it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can't find the original email, but your guests on the redactors were very, very close. Yeah. Nicely job. Thank you for the suggestion, Dorian of Idaho. And that is all the scoops that we have for you this week. CJ, thank you so much for joining us. It is always yeah. a pleasure. Thanks. Great to see everybody again. Excited for Mario. Go see Mario. Yeah, yeah. I know. Pumped. I'm excited too. I won't be able to see it this week, but I will see it as soon as I can. I'm going to take wow. my three-year-old for it to be, be great. first movie right. theater experience. Oh, I was, I was just going to ask if they'd been to the movies yet. Yep. Nope. And he's yeah. just crazy about Mario right now, so it's going to blow that, his mind. Perfect. That is fantastic. I mean, when you were talking about just the experience that you have uh, and just games being nominated for Game of the Year, Mario is just ubiquitous, right? Like, it doesn't matter what yeah. age... It doesn't yeah. matter what's going on. Like the fact that you're going to take your kid to see a movie for the first time and it's Mario. Oh, I know it could be more perfect. That, that's great. That's so, great. I'm probably going to cry. I, I was just going to say, I, I hope I was just going to suggest like, I hope it's a magical experience for you both. But Damon, you do need to be prepared to like, I know. you know, 50, 50, he's going to have a freak <laughs> out and then leave for yeah. sure. hundred percent. Because yeah, like I'm movies, when you're a little kid, they're overwhelming and loud. Absolutely. And like, it's kind it's like, it's freaky. Like, he'll probably be talking and. Yeah, yep. Yeah. All that. Like, this is this is daddy's time. This is daddy's game. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> 
I'll, I'll provide a report whenever Just we Just don't go to Alamo Draft House. Then you'll be no, fine. <laughs> I'm going to take him to Alamo. Uh, all right. Thank you, CJ. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Justin. Thanks thank again, you guys. to Marian working behind the scenes to make this episode possible. My name is Damon. This is IGN GameScoop and we're out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.